Please get set to be blessed by the teaching ministry of Reverend Dan Paul Fredericks, the lead pastor of the City of Grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please, can you put Luke chapter 5, verse 17 for me quickly? Just want to read that scripture, then I step down. Amen. We honor those of you that are here. We bless you. We celebrate you. Hallelujah. The Bible said, now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, the Bible says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Praise God. The emphasis here is that he was teaching on a particular day, just like tonight, and that the power of God was present to heal, and that people were seated to listen to the word. Amen. I want to assure you that anytime you pay close heed to God's word, something happens to you. Anytime you place close heed to God's word, something happens to you. Tonight, we'll receive the ministry of one of my many songs, praise God. I'd like for you to open up your heart, hallelujah, and I'm glad you will be blessed tonight, praise God. Let's receive with Jesus as we rise to our feet, the ministry of Pastor Jerry Ophi as he comes to bless us. Let's celebrate him, rise to your feet and celebrate him, praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Can we put our hands together and celebrate the love of God towards us, his faithfulness towards us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can sit down. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's appreciate our pastor also. Let's appreciate our pastor. He gives opportunity for us to grow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The power of God is present here to heal. Amen. Every time we come to church, we should know, even not, not necessarily in church, we are the body of Christ. We are the church. Hallelujah. Every, everywhere we are, we, we, we represent Christ. Everywhere we find ourselves, even in our private, there is church because you are there. Hallelujah. And so that means everywhere you are, there is the power of God is present to touch you, to heal you. Amen. There's no, there's no time. You don't need a special anointing service or a special seminar. Some churches, they organize seminar every month, twice a month, four times a month, just so that people can get healed, people can get delivered. But because you are the body of Christ, because Christ lives in you, Christ tabernacles dwells in you, the Bible says we are seated together with him. He's always present with us. Anywhere you are, you can constantly receive help, constantly receive health, healing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that means as we are seated here now, you don't have, a, if, you, if you are sitting down and you are still talking about your sickness, it shows you don't believe scripture. Or you don't, you know, Pastor was teaching us how to alter our belief system. That until our belief system is altered, we'll just remain where we are. And that is very true. Praise the Lord. So the power of God is actually here to heal, to help. So if you are sick in your body, don't go that way. You can confess the word under your breath concerning that sickness. We don't need to have word of knowledge. Don't wait. Say, Pastor is a superman or maybe let's say whether Pastor Jerry is anointed, whether he will know that I'm sick and call me forward and lay hands on me or something. No, no, no. Right where you are seated, you can begin to call on the power of God to touch you, to heal you and know that he is present here and everywhere around you to heal you. Praise the Lord. Do we have sick people in the house this evening? If you are, if you are sick, I haven't heard this. Are you still, are you still sick? 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. You can begin to talk your health immediately. Hallelujah. And you know, this evening, just as far as this scripture, I, woke, I, I was talking to a friend yesterday evening. Suddenly, I began to develop headache, you know, and then symptoms of maybe fever or malaria, one of those. So I was saying, ah, this thing must be stress and all that, traveling and everything. Now, when I, when today it began to get worse. I'm going to go and preach in church today. What's all this? You know, and then one, one, something told me, go get drugs so that you'll be better, you can feel better, and then you can come and teach. But you know what, what, what altered my mind? I would have, pastor has taught us there's, no, there's nothing wrong with taking drugs, praise God. You can take drugs and believe God. But as I was thinking about it, then I said to myself, if I take drugs now, will, will I, will I do, do drugs? Don't you give them time for them to make you feel better? Then I said, why don't I take the word and give it time so that I feel better? It's just the same thing. If I go and take drugs, if I'm taking maybe one malaria, maybe I'll even be weaker now so that I can be stronger later, isn't it? So I now said, ah, if I can trust malaria medicine, and even if it doesn't work immediately, I believe it, that something is in my system now working. Even if the headache increases the moment I take it, I still believe that there's something working on my inside. So if somebody asks me, have you taken drugs? I'll say, yes. They'll say, okay, you'll soon be fine. Don't worry. Why can I not take the word? And even if the symptom increase, I still believe that the word is working. Praise God. So that altered my mind. Hallelujah. So you can come to church. You can be sick. There can be something in your body. But if you take the word, it may not look, you may need time. You may be, need, you may, that's why scripture talks about faith and patience. You may need to be patient for a while. Hallelujah. You are trusting God for finance in 30 days. Then it's 28 days. Keep trusting. Because God is causing people. God is altering things everywhere just to favor you. To make that money come. You are feeling sickness in your body. Just confess the word and let the word go to work. Hallelujah. Just keep trusting the word. By his stripes I am made healed. By, in the evening you are, it looks like you are sicker. But keep, you know there is something working on your inside. And it will just be a matter of time. You will be feeling better. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hebrew 11 and verse 11. Praise the Lord. I, I was talking about something. Pastor said I could talk more about it today. So I just decided to talk here. At the start of the year, God told me no limits. No limits. So I'm not going to talk about no limits a little bit because that was actually what I was sharing on. So you can put a title and say no limits. Praise the Lord. I titled my own paper, No Limits. But as you are led, you can even decide to retitle it in a way to bless you more. Hallelujah. Hebrew 11, 11 says, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past eight because she judged him faithful who had promised. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Sarah had past age. You know, it was not with her as it was with other women. She couldn't naturally expect to give birth. But the key word there was that she judged him faithful. She judged God faithful. That means even though I can't see anything happening in my system now to suggest that I will give birth, I judge. The same way I was just giving that example, the same way I judge malaria drugs faithful and give it time to help me, to heal me. The same way she judged him faithful. Even though she had passed age, even though it didn't look like it, even though she had, you know, the time of women, her own time had passed. She couldn't, she couldn't do all those things that would make a child come again. But she judged him faithful who had promised. And there is no how you are going to enjoy the best of God until you start to judge him faithful. Every time you face a situation, a circumstance that it doesn't look like there is help, you must learn to judge him faithful. Every time. Every time you come to a crossroad in your life and it, if you look at the history of other people, it didn't favor them. If Sarah had compared her age with other women, she wouldn't give birth. She wasn't comparing notes. Don't compare notes. If I'm 30 and I don't have this, my life is a failure. No. If I'm 50 and I've not achieved this, 
It seems like I will never achieve anything again. No, she didn't judge her age. Don't, don't, dis- your, your confession of, of God, your, 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 you know, your, your, your attitude towards God shouldn't be determined by your age. How far you have come. At this age, you don't have children. There's no joy again. When you see other people, people that are younger than you, they have children. Ah, why is my own case like this? Then you begin to judge. Maybe, maybe God doesn't. Tr- maybe there's something I've done that really offended. You know, Sarah can begin to rationalize. Is it the way I treat Abraham? There must be something I've done that God is not excited about. There must be something. God can. Why should? Why? Why? Even my, even my maid, even my handmaid, just one night with Abraham. See what happened. There is something wrong. She could have judged herself, but she judged him faithful. She could have looked at her age, looked at her attitude. That's why God doesn't relate to us. See, if God wants to bless you, he doesn't go and check your mistakes. If God was to check, Moses killed a man. Under no circumstances, another man permitted to take another man's life. Moses killed a man. Was it God that sent him? No, it was an error. But even that didn't stop God to reach him. Hallelujah. There's no error. There is nothing you do that will make God not reach you. There is no circumstance. Your age, you, you are supposed to have been wiser at 40. Then you now hear a proverb, a fool at 40 is a fool forever. So even you, you now believe the proverb over God's word. Say, I know I'm a fool forever. I just know I'm 40 now. See my life. Praise God. Praise God. But Sarah didn't judge her age. She judged him faithful. She didn't judge, she didn't judge her system. She wasn't looking at other women that, are, that were her age and were not progressing. Don't look at the people that stay in Kamazo with you and say, I know all of us in this Kamazo are not going anywhere. This is our, this is our level. Praise God. Or churches in, you can't even compare this church with churches in Kamazo. Say, oh, say if we were only in Banawa. No. We judge him faithful in Kamazo. Hallelujah. If we were in Narai, ah, that place is bubbling. No. Maybe if we were in town. We will just be growing. No, everywhere, anywhere, anyhow. There is no limit with God. Hallelujah. So because Sarah judged him faithful, she didn't look at her age. She didn't look at, she was just focused on her God. She was just focused, looking at him, looking at him, believing him, trusting him. Nine, you know, 88, she was 89, 90, and the miracle came. 75, it didn't work. She didn't see anything. 70, she just kept judging him faithful. As long as I wake up one more day to breathe, I believe that rent will be paid. I just believe. As long as I have one more minute to say thank you, I will say it. See, because God is causing every, the same way malaria drugs go into your system and you don't feel anything but they are working. That's how God was, what, uh, God's word works. There are people that you know, you don't, if your calculation could bring it, you, you can't calculate what God wants to do. So there are people now seated in several places in different states, in different cities that you don't even know, you have not met them yet. But they are sitting, all they are doing is arranging themselves just to favor you. And it's true, it's not, it's not encouragement. The, I'm telling you, that thing that is a need, even school fees, there is somebody now that God is talking to. Them. If you just keep speaking the word, the word goes and begins to cause those things to come to pass. What, what will the word do? The word will go and talk to somebody and say, talk to this man, let them, reach, let them call this girl for that small, you know, let her come and bake that cake. They will leave all the old people that can bake good cake and call you to bake cake. And you are, me? I don't even have banner or flyer. So God's word can go behind the scene and talk to... Listen, you are one step away from the president as far as God's word is concerned. Praise God. So, Astro Rock is not... You can just be in your house on Monday. By Monday afternoon, you are sitting with the president. God's word, it doesn't need calculation. You don't say, okay, look at Joseph. He was not... You know, Potiphar was the... Was, was, um, 
was the king's body, the captain of the king's bodyguards, right? So it wasn't really one of the ministers. He was bodyguard. Praise God, the captain. So Joseph couldn't have calculated it. In fact, Joseph's own desire was, let me serve my master well and receive favor from the chief of the, that one is enough. But because God's word concerning him was that he will be successful, he will rule, and he believed it, even in prison. Even in prison, he was believing that. And, and interpreting people's dreams, he, he was not angry, he was not complaining, he was just doing his thing. Yes, rolled on, yes, but he kept believing, even in prison. And what happened? In that same prison, just one call took him straight away. Did, she, did he go to Pharaoh's assistant? No, it took him straight to Pharaoh. So as we are seated here now, we are just one miracle away. One, that word, the word is creating a platform that will, you know, it will just, it will dribble all your enemies, confuse all the people, your family members that think you can't be blessed and take you straight to somebody that you never imagined. You could, you could be sitting to, with that man that is, that if he speaks, you know, there are some people, if they say, see me tomorrow, just go and sell all you have and come and give thanksgiving. Because that tomorrow will be very good indeed. Hallelujah. So God's word can bring you to a place where you cannot orchestrate, nobody can orchestrate for you, and you don't need many protocols. Listen, it is, it, we, we, we can just be like this, and in one month, we can be a thousand. I'm telling you, we don't need to start from 88. So let's check register. Okay, we are now 89. No, 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 no. We can be 70, and in two weeks, we are 700. It's just trusting. God can cause all of them to just come. Ah, there's this program. I was in Lagos. There's a, a, a particular church I used to watch on Covenant Christians. I used to watch on TV. Then one day, the man just announced something on TV, the platform. Me, I, I already, because I, I was listening to him already, I already had the mind to attend. But what amazed me was that my church is an author. In my church, we only believe that only our general here hears God and only our pastors know the word of God. And I, I grew like that until God began to help me. So in that same church where we don't believe any other man of God, because God wanted to honor this man, a member, a leader in my church came to come and said, Jerry, hope you are going for the platform. I couldn't believe it. I said, eh, ma. He said, oh, all my children were going for, we are all, they are all going to hope you will go, you better go. He was in front of my father who was also a bishop in church. And they all approved that we should go there. Why? Because God wanted to honor that man. A man that had the church not so large as it were. The people that gathered on TBS, it was unimaginable unimaginable. One service. And I believe that was part of the ways that God began to increase that assembly. Listen, we can start like this. And in three months, you won't believe our strength. Hallelujah. That's why we must keep studying the word. Because as we expand, we need people to live. You know, pastor cannot pastor 700 people at the same. He can teach them. But he cannot be everywhere on all of them. So he will need people. Pastor Jerry, you go talk to these 50 um, you know, until you go talk to these 200 people. That's why we need to develop capacity. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right, so let's keep going. So she judged God faithful and then she had access to God's unlimitedness. Let's look at verse 19. There's something Abraham also did. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you believe in God? Is it possible? Those issues in your life, can God handle it? All right. 19, um, 19, start reading from 17, okay. That's eleven seventeen. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered, when he was tried, when he was tested, okay, New King James, offered up Isaac, and he was received, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. He offered the only thing he had. Keep going. 18, you'll get to 19. Of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Can't we keep going? 
Concluding, listen, I like his conclusion. I like his conclusion. It's his conclusion that shows his mindset. Pastor has been saying, alter your belief system. Alter your belief system. Look at his, look at his mind. It's like he, Abraham concluding that God was able to what? He said, if I kill Isaac, God is able to raise him. How many of us come to that point where you know that if you pay tithe, that money will not be able to solve your problem again? Then you say, if I pay this tithe, but it's just that like Abraham saying, if I pay this tithe, I know God is able to complete the balance and I'll pay it tomorrow morning. That's mindset. He said, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead. If I kill Isaac, God can, on that altar where I just killed him, raise him up again for me. Can you imagine that? He judged him faithful. He, he looked at God and said, I know with you there are no limits. If I kill him, you can raise him back. There and then. I can still take my Isaac back home. And he said, he, he, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a, fig, him in a figurative sense. So that means even in, in Abraham's mind, Isaac had died. On the, if not that God took the kind of step, he would have just killed him. And he knew not that he was killing to go and cry. No, he wasn't killing to go back and start crying. He wasn't saying, what will I, how do I explain to Sarah? No. His confidence that if I kill this boy, God is too good. He will give me the boy back to take to my wife. Imagine that. I know he had to go back home. So it's not like it's a six-month project. So he said, if I kill him today, I can See, it is never too late with God. Never. If, you don't, if I don't marry at 30, it, don't, it doesn't mean that my marriage will soon not be the, the talk of town. You know that people, you, all the people that married before me, they can come to my wedding and say, ah, ah, how? But how did it happen? How did it happen? It's kind of, where did this guy come from? The guy is looking so fine. His pocket is so arranged. You know, and they are now wishing they married late. Right. So maybe if I didn't marry early, this guy would have liked me more. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So God is able to cause us to come to prosperity. He, there's no limit with God. Any limit we see with God, we placed it. Any, anyone is our mindset, the way we think. I could, have been, I could have believed more in the malaria drugs this evening, but I chose to stand with the word. I took sides with the word. I said, I believe the word. I'll give it time to work. When I was coming, the headache was still hitting me. I, I just kept saying to myself, it is working. It is working. The word is still at work. I'll give it time to heal. Praise God. Praise God. So you need to give the word time. Just keep believing God and give the word time to heal you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, Numbers 13. Numbers 13, 26, There's, there are some people, their mindset was just wrong. So wrong, so off it. Numbers 13, 26. Now, now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation. That's the spies they had sent out. If you know the Bible very well. The congregation and, and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back what to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. 27. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you, sent, where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. So they saw good in that land. Can we keep going? Nevertheless, the people who dwelt in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there, 29. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the, the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Can we keep going? Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once. At once. <laughs> I like it. He said, let's go at once. Let's, let's start the conversation. Don't wait, don't wait till you develop. Start confessing it now. 
don't waste that. Let me grow faith. Let me start. Let me go and read Genesis to Revelation. Then I'm, no, no, no. Start talking now. Any scripture you can find, pick it and begin to meditate on it. He said, let's go at once now and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Can we keep going? 31. But the men who had gone up, it's a, it's a bit of a long read, so just follow me. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are, we are not able to, we are not able at all. We are not able to go again. These people, they are giants. Say, for they are stronger than we are. They are stronger than we are. Praise God. Have you looked at it? You, I have told myself that there is no organization I cannot work. And if I manage to enter, there will be the best staff. That, that is to say, don't, you know some of us, when we see NMPC GMD, say, God, these are the people that God created well. I can't, a man, NMPC GMD. Say, look at me. Even if I just, even if the gate man in the NBC, I'll just take it. But let me tell you the truth. If that man does not know the word as I know, if I get to his seat, I will excel him. And not only if I get, if, now, now if that's my desire, and then I have, I've seen that that's where I should be going, I'll get there. Hallelujah. So he said they are stronger than we are. You have looked at sickness. You know, you, there's some sickness you feel is light, headache. Malaria. Then when you go to the hospital and they say, ah, prepare your bed, oh. This one is leukemia, cancer of the blood. Say, this one is stronger than we are. Pastor, just take care of my children. Just let me die in peace. Please, please, put them on scholarship. Please, please. You know? But, so we can judge certain things stronger than we are. You can draw 200,000 naira a month. He said, if I can just be getting 50,000, I'm okay. Ah, 50,000. I'm okay. What do I want chop? What do you mean in the chop? Just 50,000. I'm okay. No, you have drawn certain amounts bigger than you are. You see a house, you are passing by, you, you look at it, you say, Kai, Kai, if I just figure in the BQ of this house, make I just see. No, no, no. You, 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 that house is stronger than you are. In your mindset, you can't build that type. That's limiting God. And the annoying part is, it's not you you are limiting, no. It's God. Because God takes it personal. God takes it personal. When you say, you, you are not saying they are stronger than, did they say they are stronger than God? Say they are stronger than we are. And God said, ah, are you not my people? Are you not the people I brought from? It's like now, are you not the people I brought from sin via the blood of Jesus? Say, are you not the people I brought via the blood of lambs and goats from Egypt? How, how can you say like, how can you talk like this? Amen changing our belief system. So it says, for we are not able to, because they are stronger than we are. No sickness is stronger than I am. As a matter of fact, if I wake, if the doctors any day mistakenly look at me and call one big sickness, ah, I'm stronger than it. I'm stronger than it. And I don't, there and then, I, there I know, I know, I know that I'm stronger than it. Any circumstance that comes, you know, I began to confess that no limits this year and, and what I didn't, my father just died. See, no limits, no limits. <sighs> Praise God. But even in that circumstance, I'm stronger than it. I just know. I just know. I just know. I'm stronger. You can't find me in a... You know, after the first time I heard and I wanted and crying, after that, the, the fact that I'm stronger than it took over me. That's why I can't be in my house and church is going on. I said, money, my father. No, it's in heaven. I'm excited to come to church. Hallelujah. You know, someone will just stay at home for three months. Which culture? Is you or is your culture? It is this. If I come out, I'll just, I can't even stand to see people. No. 
We are stronger than it. Any circumstance, we are stronger than it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you lose your job, you are strong. If you, you are stronger than it. It is this mindset that makes you not to fear. If my boss wakes up in the morning, sends me a text message and says, Jerry, you are fired. I'll say, thank you, sir. It was a pleasure working with you. We will see very soon at the top. I celebrate. There was a time I was sacked. Okay, I wasn't sacked. I chose to leave. My, my boss was insulting me. <laughs> Praise God. My, my boss was in this same Kaduna. He was insulting me. I went to church one Sunday morning. On Monday, he was just talking anyhow. I got so angry. I went home. I said, I'm, I don't know what, something just, I just knew. I just started thinking, I said, I'm a child. How can this man talk to me? Like, I know I need the salary, but I'm a child of God now. Okay, what kind of thing is this? So I made up my mind that I was leaving the job. They were to pay my house rent that same month. In fact, I had packed to the house, a house beside the house so that they can pay and I can move in. But my spirit, I was offended. I said, no. I mean, you can't talk to it. No, 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 no. You can't talk to me. If I stay with this man, I belittle my God. I, I can, you, are, you are insulting me. You say, I can't, if I want to succeed at all this church, I have to stop it all. So, I said, no. So I, I went to work the next morning. I wrote a love letter to you. I said, sir, you know, I've learned so much under you. All the, I can't even quantify how good you have been to me. But I think it's time for me to move on. And that was two days to my salary. I didn't take that salary. I didn't ask him. He, 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 didn't, he, he had gone to court, I think, or he hadn't come. I put it on the table. And I packed my bag and I went home. I began to squat with some. The house I went to say, let me pack. I started to squat in that house. And after a while, they got out of me and kicked me out. <laughs> in this same car, now, I was so broke. One day, somebody gave me 500 in church. I was, I was jumping in this. I was running around. The man was looking at me. Ah, uh, barrister, what is it? I was excited. But I knew deep down in my inside that the next time that man sees me, he will not record. He, he will know that there's progress in my life. And let me, and the truth is, the money was paying me now. If he pays me now, I'll finish it. I'll finish it in one day or two days. He can't. The rent he was paying, the one I'm paying is times two. The one he was going to pay. And it didn't take long. I think that was like August to January or thereabouts. Everything just changed. And the next time he saw me in courts, my suit was better than the one I was wearing in his office. Praise God. So what did I do? I judged him faithful. For a season, I was patient. My confession didn't change. I kept saying, the next time this man will see me, I'll be better. Hallelujah. So nothing should, that is our confidence, no fear. Every time you face any, the first thing you remind yourself is, I do not have a fear. It may be tough for a season, but surely I am stronger than this circumstance. Don't have a fear. Consciously, wait, go, that's why when you are talking to your boss, you talk with some level of confidence and audacity. Not, go, go, good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Sir, sir, you said, no, 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 no. Good morning, sir. How can, what, what can we, you do with a knowing that, see, I am stronger than, this job is not my life. If I leave it, I'll be better. Even if the salary is 500,000, if I leave it, I'll earn more. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why we don't cower. We are not afraid before men. We are confident. The Bible said the righteous is like Mount Zion that what? Cannot be moved. If we even fall with the mountain shift, if there is floor, will he move? It's just there. It's just looking. Ah, okay. You know, praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. City of Grace, the, easy, the one way to enjoy no limits is to, is to refuse fear. Consciously refuse fear. Consciously. Talk to, every day I can, this situation cannot make me afraid. I cannot be afraid. Oh, no. Look at the best things in your life and tell them I cannot be afraid of this thing. You see, the, the devil, you, you have to look at the things you cherish the most. One day, Kenneth Hagin said he turned to his wife while meditating on this word and said, if, if you and the children fall down dead now, I will not be anxious. The wife said, 
Say yes. He said, as we are going now, if you and the children fall down dead, I will be confident in God. He judged him faith. That's the most important things in my life. I look at them and say, even if I lose them, I still have God. Hallelujah. That's, that's where your job can. That's where your landlord is threatening you. You say, when should I pack? You don't have where you are, but okay, when should I pack? Is it tomorrow? When do you want us to leave your house? Then the man is wondering. Then the next time he sees you, your, the, the house you left is like, is like the toilet to the whole house you have built. And God, you see, when God sees that kind of faith, he wants to quickly act. God is anxious. Every time there's a circumstance facing us, he's anxious. He's waiting to see your response. What will you say? Abraham said, I know that if this boy, if I kill him, God is able to raise him up and I take him back home. So God is watching you. As they are threatening you with sack, he's checking your attitude. You go home, he's complaining. You don't want to eat again. Everybody's annoying you. Hallelujah. We must let, and you see, you can't come to this point unless and until you begin to take God's word more serious. You put it in your heart day and night. You meditate on it. You meditate on it. I choose to call him faithful. The Bible says, Ephesians 6 and verse 10. We, so should we read this thing to the end? I think we should read it, but then we'll go to Ephesians. Let's keep going. I think that's the end, right? 14.1. That's the end. Okay, keep going sound to the end. Go. And they gave the children of Israel a bad. Anytime you're, you know, the report they gave is true. The people in the land were actually giants. But because it did not correspond with the belief system God expects of them, it's bad report. Anytime you say something outside God, it's bad report. If it is outside what God expects you to say, outside his word, it's bad report. The Bible says, and they gave a bad report. Before men, it is good report. Because the people are actually giants. They have military. They are you, you are wondering and you want to go and fight them. Said they gave Israel a, a bad report of the land which they had spied out. Saying the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that divorced its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. Alright, so let's go to 41, right? 33. Okay, and there we saw the giants and all that. Can we just keep jumping? And then we were, we were see, look at their mindset. You see, even we, you know, we were like grasshoppers. You know, that's what I was saying. There are some people that can't imagine themselves in certain blessings. Say, me, drive new, brand new car. Ah, no. You don't say it, but it's in your mind. That's why when you see brand new car, sometimes you judge the people, pastor buys a brand new car. What, what if it's even our tight, self? We don't have this church. We don't even know, self. I know you won't think about it now, but you know, as the church begins to expand, then some people start getting angry. Ah, we, know, we used to know pastor's car. Now nah, it's brand new car. Let him drive it. Look at Pastor Jerry, that time, that we, that time, Pastor Fan, we know them, see, see them. <laughs> Praise God. Because you can't picture yourself in it. So you begin to judge people. Or you see, when I see fine things, I can't afford it now, but I just like it anyhow. I just like it. So, ah, this thing is fine. The car I like now, if I tell you, if I walk three years, I don't know whether I can even pay for any part of the car, but that's the one I like. Praise God. Praise God. So even in their own estimation, they, they were grasshoppers. They, I can't rent a house. Me, rent house of 200,000. Waiting. With, for where? For where? I beg. Said we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Did they tell them? They concluded. Even for their, we, 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 you know, some people are looking at you to shake you, to hug you. So I know they are judging me now. They're saying I'm poor. They, see the way he's even smiling at me. The people didn't say anything, but they, 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 they said we even in their own eyes, we are like grasshoppers. 
They belittle themselves. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. I, there's one response God gave. There's one response God gave. <laughs> for, for 14 1. 14 1. All right. So, all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept, wept that night. Just keep going. Maybe I should even look it. It's God's response that I want to see. I think that should be around verse 24. Let's, what, what did God say in verse 24? 14 24. Are we in 1424? All right. So, okay, uh, keep going. Keep, go up a bit, maybe, maybe 23. There's a place where God was just angry. God, if you look, you'll see God was angry with them because of the way they were talking. Keep going. 22. T- 21. We'll get there. Okay, me, I've seen it in my own. Okay, sorry. It's actually... Okay. Praise the Lord. Now... There's something I even like. It's, look at it. It's, even if this is where we end, I don't need to read all my notes. Praise God. It's 14.8. All right. And Caleb was telling them, he said, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us where? Into this land. And give it to us. So Caleb's confidence, Caleb and Joshua, their confidence was not in their own strength. They say, if God, does God, is God delighted in you? He is. He said, if God delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which flows with what? With milk and honey. So if God delights in you, as I know he does, that thing that you are imagining, that dream, that desire, he will bring you into it. He said, if God delights in us, and God indeed delights in us, then this is the one God will just 10. Look at 10. Look at 10. He said, and all the congregation, is it 10? 11. Okay, then the, now, this is God's opinion. After all said and done, after all, this is where God began to talk. So God had been watching the drama. When they went to the land to spy, God was watching them. They came back with report, God was watching. Caleb, and they were t- telling them, no, if God delights in us, how about God will give us this land now? And don't worry, God was watching. Then after all said, when the, after everything, verse 10 said, the people still decided to stone them. After all the encouragement, their decision was, let us stone Moses and Aaron and choose a captain to take us back to Egypt. <laughs> so God, you know, God, he was watching the drama. And guess what? God was just waiting to prove that his word concerning them was true. God was waiting to prove that I'm delighted in you, but he was watching them. And then God said, how long will these people... In all the things they've been saying, did they mention God? They were talking about themselves, though. So we, we, we are like grasshoppers. But God identifies with them. So he said, how long will these people reject me? So every time you look at yourself and you belittle yourself, you are simply saying, God, you are small. You identify with a church like this and you carry sickness with pride. Say, this headache. No, you have belittled God. And God is never excited or he's displeased. He said, how long will they reject me? And how long will they not believe me? How long? What else should I do? 
All right? And say, with all these signs I have performed, how long? How long? So God is saying, how long will you keep your confession astray? How long? How long will you wake up? How long will you go to bed and you are thinking of, it's an error to be in your bed and be thinking of money problem. See, that one is not the money that is costing, it's a demon. In fact, and it's the demon of doubt. Or probably it's just yourself. It's just doubt and unbelief. Every time you go to bed and the devil reminds you of any problem, our God is stronger than this. I will sleep now. In the morning, God will sort us out. You go to sleep quietly. You wake up for devotion. He brings it back. Our God is stronger than this. See, God will. Ne- God was watching them. He was watching the play. When the conclusion now became, let us stone them and raise a captain and return. That was when he spoke. He said, how long will you reject me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I round up. So the encouragement this evening is God is not limited. God is not limited. No sin. No, nothing limits God. Bible says of, of Moses, this same Moses, this same Mo- he said he was 120. What happened to him? His natural force was not abated. That means at 120, Moses had the same strength as he had as a young man. He said his natural force was not abated. That's men that believe God. Natural force. So who told you that that problem is age? You relate everything with age. Call scripture fault. I can't, re- I can't remain like this. These eyes, and you see the same way they give you eye drop and you wait for it to, wait for the word to work. Wake up in the morning and confess it. The eyes is not improving. Wake up in the night, confess some more. Wake up two weeks later, confess. You are, you, you are causing change. It's not obvious to you, but God is watching the drama. And the conclusion is that if you judge him faithful, what will happen? That eyes will see. They will see bright. Praise God. So, so, so scripture says, you know, that encourages us, encourages us, encourages us. Hallelujah. Some scriptures will close. Jonah 2.8. Eh? Well, not some scriptures. Pastor said, I should round off now. Praise God. I'll just read the scripture. Jonah 2.8. Jonah 2, Pastor, it's not my fault. Jonah 2.8. Jonah 2.8, please. Are we there in our Bible? Jonah 2 8. Okay. Those who regard wordless idols. There's one that says, Those who regard lying vanities. That's King James. He said, Those who regard lying vanities forsake what? Their own mercy. See, God has spoken to you. Don't regard anything that does not look like the word is lying vanity. He said, If you, if you regard it, you are forsaking what? Your own mercy. So there is mercy for that situation. But if you disregard the word, you are forsaking. Your own mercy. Um, that's Psalm 7841. Second to the last one, and I'll read the last one. Psalm 7841. Psalm 7841. Okay. He said, Yeah, they turned back and what? And tempted God. And what? Unlimited the Holy One of Israel. So it is when we turn back, when our, when our words don't conform, when our faith looks back, when we begin to judge him unfaithful, we don't trust again, we feel it's not enough, it can't, it won't happen. That's when we limit the Holy One of Israel. He said they turned back and tempted God and limited. Unless, if this is not the scenario, if you don't turn back, if you keep forward, there is no limit in God. Hallelujah. Final scripture. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
what's my final scripture? But is this not enough? I believe this is enough. Praise God. Because there are still some more. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Even in conclusion, you have not yet seen that God is limited, is limitless, with no limits. And at every limit that, there, that exists with God, it is your making. Then I have not done anything here today. That's encouragement. Go back and look at things that you fear and face them. Go back and face your fears. The Bible said, uh, what's his name? David ran towards Goliath. Can we rise up this evening? Can we rise up this evening? David went before Goliath. Father, in the name of Jesus. I'd like you to just say a prayer, Lord, I refuse to limit you. I refuse to limit you. I refuse to limit you. No circumstance brings me to doubt you. In the name of Jesus, no circumstance brings me to doubt you. I refuse to limit you. That rent can be paid. That money can come to me. That school fees can be paid. That house can be built. That business project can be started. That funding can come. That support can come. That job can get to me. That traveling plan can yet work out. My marriage is possible. Children are possible. There is peace around me, in my family, my home. My accounts is filled with good money. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Hello. I'm sure you have been blessed by the message. We would like for you to join us every Sunday by 8.30 a.m. at the City of Grace, Karuga Road, Kamazo, Kaduna South. God bless you richly and enjoy grace. Overflow shall be your